And that actually reminded me that I need to go switch the laundry real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we really need a blooper reel. Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time and a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. What does it mean to be a mother? There are a lot of interpretations of what mothers do and what their importance is to children and even society at large. Today, we are going to discuss five types of mothers that can be compared to evaluate strengths, weaknesses, and potential influence on their kids. We will also review three ways that mothers can have a significant impact with their kids in the long term. Welcome to the Family Order Podcast, and this is episode number five. 40, and it's our fifth part of the summer series on parenting. <laughs> In earlier episodes, we talked about being a father and being parents. Today, we will discuss motherhood specifically and what it means. This may sound a bit silly to dive into what it means to be a mother or a father, but we don't often stop to think about who we are and the roles that we have. We think it's vital, though, because most people aren't intentional about their goals and their direction in life. Here are some common dictionary meanings of motherhood. The qualities of being a mother. No duh, right? The state of being a mother or maternity. Giving birth and raising a child or even adoption. Those are the dictionary meanings of motherhood. So why do we tell you that? Seems fairly straightforward and simple, right? Being a mother is also exhausting inspiring and frustrating i'm feeling all, those all at the things same time right now <laughs> right <laughs> as most of us know however most of the best experiences in life come with challenges and hardships but they're also rewarding and fulfilling mm -hmm. that's probably why they feel so rewarding because there's some struggle involved if it was easy then everybody, everybody would could do it yeah everybody <laughs> would do it there'd be no challenge to it research shows that mothers have an enduring impact in kids' conversation, companionship, discipline, and even spiritual development. Being a mother is a never-ending job, right? Mothers make sacrifices and are selfless to provide for their children and even their family. It's the hardest and yet the most rewarding job that a woman can fulfill along with a thriving marriage. Mothers love their children unconditionally, but they also provide safety, security, they teach and they discipline. Here are some quotes to get us started. Of all the rights of women, the greatest is to be a mother. Being a mother is not about what you gave up to have a child, but what you gained from having one. So we want to share just a few memories of our mother or mothers that we had around us in general. I grew up with my mother around mm -hmm. full time. She did work quite a bit. Both my parents worked quite a bit in a different city than what we lived in. So they commuted about 45 minutes to work for the majority of my childhood and the time that I lived at home. I do remember, I believe maybe one year, my kindergarten year, that my mom stayed at home and ran a daycare out of our house. But that was about it. 
And then she ended up becoming a paralegal and ended up getting a full-time job and being out of the home. My mom's a good cook. Like, I'm not going to bash her cooking. She's an amazing cook when she does cook. But I don't think at that time in her life when we were younger, she was as focused on being at home and being a mother. She was more focused on her education and her career because she, like me, kind of chose to be a mom before the career came along. So that kind of, you know, took a back seat, I think, Mm -hmm. during our early childhood years. She wasn't alone in that. No. A lot of moms had to make that decision. decision. Especially during that time, child of the 90s. Yep. And you were, you know, if you grew up and didn't have a lot of money, if you had an opportunity to make some money, Mm -hmm. either parent, it was, yeah, of course. Yeah. Stay-at-home moms, even in my small town, were not a common thing. There was one stay-at-home mom that I still remember, went to school with her son, still Facebook friends, all that. They lived in the same neighborhood. She was a stay-at-home mom, and I thought she was the coolest mom ever. (laughs) And honestly, and I've told Ben this over the years, that I just kind of aspired in a way in the back of my head to be able to have ourselves in a position where I could kind of be like, her because she was at every single class event and you know she was the volunteer at every single field trip and she was kind of just always around and I saw her walking her kids during the day Mm -hmm. and at the park and I saw her hanging clothes on the clothesline (laughs) and things and I just kind of always aspired I think to be like her and it's very alluring because I feel like the some of the movements in society some of our culture has pushed everybody towards a career and just making money. That's how you mm-hmm. show your love to your kids is you can buy them a toy, put them in a nice house, buy them clothes, and put them in all these activities. And We could go on a rant you know. on this forever. <clears throat> sure. But I think I just think early on when Cadence was born, I, I thought that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but I wasn't in the right frame of mind. We had complications postpartum with her, and so I immediately went back into the workforce feel like you're a better mom now than you were when you were working? Yes, 100 and 100,000 million times infinity. Why does it feel... Does that sound like a nine-year-old's answer? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I do. I mean, honestly... Is that because of extra time and better focus or... Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of extra time, even though I'm working, about to increase some hours working, but there's not all the extra getting ready in the morning (laughs) commuting (laughs) commuting back and and forth drop off pickup mm -hmm, yeah things like that i mean i don't even shop for my own groceries anymore so (laughs) 110 percent. i think it just at this point in our lives we were at the right point for me to become a stay-at-home mom and i'm i'm so glad that that we made that decision as far as like personality wise my you know my mom compared to me polar opposites it's not right wrong or indifferent we just view things differently and function differently at uh, the core of who we are (laughs) and that's just how I choose to run my house you typically follow your parents or you tend to want to go a different route altogether Mm -hmm. I don't think with my mom it wasn't so much a solid career as far as I can remember, she ran daycare, especially after my brother was born. She worked pretty hard before that, but she ran daycare for a few years and then found a job and started working more and getting out of the house. When my parents divorced, we didn't 
see her as much for a little while and then we went to live with her at some point and from there it was on to college and just what well, wasn't there very long but I would say if she had to do it all over again she would have preferred to be home more I, I think there's a lot of guilt there that when you feel like you miss out on mm-hmm. a lot of quality time with your kids and being involved with their schooling and their friends and their just their daily life and that's where we have such an advantage now with social media and the internet and everything we know at this point that we want to be involved in that we both of us my mom and the dad you know not just from one side it's great to have that flexibility and to be much more engaged I would say most of the mothers that I grew up around were very similar. They worked. They they were doing the juggling act of trying to work, trying to take care of their kids. There's a few different, I guess you'd say, personality types with uh, mothers out there. These are a little stereotypical. They're meant to be general. Yeah. Th- th- Not aren't... multiple personalities. <laughs> well, maybe that's Personality that types. <laughs> Number one's the perfectionist mother. I think this has happened more in recent years very controlling has a lot of fear and anxiety about different things uh, especially appearances to other people and i think we fall into this trap both of us honestly out in public people we don't even know and we're worried about what they think of us as parents if it's cold outside and brayden doesn't have a jacket on we feel like oh god they're judging us you know (laughs) because we do it to other people (laughs) so yeah and we shouldn't do that really shouldn't So you just got to be careful with this because this can really leave kids feeling very critical of themselves, feeling very inadequate. They're never satisfied emotionally. They they always feel like they need to do more. Can lead to some good things. They learn hard work and persistence, but um, you you know kids can internalize that it matters more what other people think. Mm -hmm. When we're learning more and more that true happiness is what you think of yourself. Another one is the unpredictable mother. This is the mother that's anxious, angry, uh, very emotional. I think I have a little bit of Very this. overwhelmed. I think you've got a little bit of all these. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but parenting style and what gets done or doesn't get done is based purely on your mood at the time. Mm-hmm. This is probably the most chaotic of the five styles. And keep in mind that there's dads that have this too. So this isn't just moms. These types of moms can create problems when there aren't any real problems These they create like a crisis of my life this is this would be like the depressed mother time well, frame. this is this i i see this throughout each, each day oh, it, geez, you go through whatever. this roller coaster <laughs> this unpredictable type of mothering style again it, it can motivate kids for a short time you know it really teaches empathy and people skills because you have to learn how to interpret what people are doing and talk to them navigate um, it and and mm-hmm. yeah and, and kind of uh, weather that storm it can also lead to a kid learning that they constantly got to take care of people and worry about their emotional issues and they can get overwhelmed by emotions mm-hmm. could be anger could be anxiety and depression and they don't learn how to manage those emotions mm-hmm. this is something that i think is coming out more and more these days that Learning to have that emotional intelligence is very helpful in the workplace. It's very helpful in relationships and many other parts of life, even financial, because financial problems aren't math problems. Financial problems are usually emotional problems or psychological problems. Hmm. The third personality trait of motherhood is the best friend mother. 
She enjoys treating her children as equals in order to avoid the responsibility of setting boundaries. We all know one of these. Like, come on. <laughs> we, we we all do this with Whatever. friends or family members, by the way. <laughs> it's the best friend. It's the one that always is the people pleaser, you know. She wears her child's clothes, you know. <laughs> right, like that. right. This mother believes her life would be over if she embraced motherhood, so she avoids that role. Instead, both child and parent assume the role of the emotional confidant and the partner, leaving the child effectively motherless. In this situation, the emotional needs of the mother are so consuming, she has to rely on the child to meet them. So, children of a best friend mother, obviously, we understand (laughs) the importance of boundaries between parents, children, colleagues, and families. But because your sense of motherlessness, children are often aware that you take the lead and assume the responsible role as an adult. So children of a best friend mother are the adult of the relationship. They're kind of forced to take the lead sometimes because nobody else did. Yeah. They may feel emotionally neglected with fear of rejection and can be resentful and bitter in relationships, tending to feel unloved and, and underappreciated. I don't think I'm a best friend mother. No, I think you do tend to be a little bit of a pleaser sometimes, but I think that's it's natural. It's just when they look at me with those eyes. <laughs> Number four, the me first mother. This is one of the most prevalent mothering styles. Me first are unable to view their children as separate individuals and tend to be self-absorbed and insecure. Their kids will learn from an early age that their role is to make their mother shine. We've seen this quite a bit in recent times. Again, social media Mm -hmm. and different things have made this possible, but more and more moms, dads, and just people in general feel like they're they're the hero of their own story, mm-hmm. you know, basically. So children of these mothers are extremely good at supporting others, and they're intuitive and insightful with people in all types of relationships. They're loyal, supportive, and they're able to appreciate other people's needs and help solve problems. But they will also doubt their own decision-making skills and find it difficult to trust their own feelings on any matter because they viewed their mother's opinion as more important and powerful than their own. And then lastly, the complete mother. That's you. Aww. <laughs> this is the best I'm sucking one. sucking up now. <laughs> this ideal is only experienced by about 10% of mothers. The complete mother combines the best elements of the other four styles. She's emotionally balanced. She can see her children as individuals and help them achieve their own independence. She isn't necessarily perfect herself, but whatever her emotional circumstances, she's committed to motherhood, regardless of other responsibilities outside the home. So children of a complete mother feel loved and understood, and they can take risks and they can embrace change and initiate relationships without fear of rejection. So they also have the ability and insight to appreciate that other people, colleagues and family members, have their own perspectives. These kids are able to navigate the challenges of becoming independent and won't feel emotionally enmeshed with their mother. Just a few stats, too, for those that like numbers. In 2016, they found that moms are working far more hours than they did in 1965. That's probably not a surprise. 
they're also spending more time with their kids at the same time. You might be wondering how that's possible. Well, they just don't sleep. So, <laughs> um, dads, too, are spending more time on child care by far than they did during that same time period and about the same amount of time working. Overall, I mean, parents today are definitely spending more time caring for not only their kids, but also their their own parents. Mm-hmm. I, I would also say that nearly one in four mothers now are raising children on their own. This is according to 2017 data in the U.S. Um, this equates to about 9 million mothers that are raising kids on their own. And there could be a lot of reasons for that. And I'm not going to go into all the this, this ways be a that this is... Of a the, past episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely. So women are also having uh, children much later in life. Mm-hmm. We're learning that. That's, that's due to two things. There's less mothers in their teenage years, which that's a good thing. There's also a lot more women having children in their late 30s and early 40s. Mm-hmm. Real quick, we want to touch on three ways that mothers can significantly impact their kids. So the meaning of being a mother is virtually endless. A mother is a protector, a disciplinarian, and a friend. A mother is selfless, loving human who must sacrifice many of their own wants and needs for the wants and needs of their children. A mother works hard to make sure their children are equipped with knowledge, skills, and abilities to make it as a competent human being. (laughs) (laughs) Being a mother is perhaps the hardest, most rewarding job a woman will ever experience. First step, unconditional love. Loving a kid no matter what they do. So from the day they are born, a child will test your patience. No matter what they say or do, being a mother means you love your child unconditionally. Children who receive love and attention from their mother are less likely to later fall in love with someone who offers love conditionally, whether with behavior control or abuse. So show your child how much you love them with hugs and kisses. Listen to your child as they recount their day, play games, or slip a note in their lunchbox, letting them know how much you love them. And number two is safety and security. I know this is attributed to dads often, but as soon as a woman becomes pregnant, it is her responsibility to provide a safe and secure environment while her baby grows. This responsibility continues once she becomes a mother and the child's born, whether it's ensuring that her child has a roof over its head to keeping monsters away at night and everything in between. Providing your child with a safe and secure environment protects them from abuse and harm as well as help boost their mental and emotional development. Provide a safe, healthy environment for children by reducing risks and stress as well as keeping an eye out on your children. Okay, so number three, teacher and disciplinary. Again, dads are typically attributed to being the disciplinarian, but being a mother means that you have this too. You're an empathetic person but you also can teach a kid how to be responsible for their own actions. And as they grow up, kids will hear just an onslaught of differing thoughts, opinions, and values from their friends, the movies, the internet, social media, television, magazines, all over the place, right? A mother will help guide their child to figure out their goals in life, their value as a person, 
and teach them the importance of education, manners, and a lot more. We do hope this discussion has been enlightening or at least thought-provoking for most of you. A lot of parents need to take a second and recognize the long-term impact that we have on our kids. In a previous episode, we discussed modeling marriage to your kids. Most kids will learn a lot by observing what we do and how we act as parents. It's not just about what we tell them to do, it's how we show them what to do. This is about how you react to things, how you control your emotions, how you problem solve, and everything in between. Kids are often smarter and more perceptive than we give them credit for. Parents will leave a lasting impression on their kids, and we all should want that to be very positive. This week, our call to order is to call your mom and say, I love you. You should also show support for other mothers that you know. They may not be perfect, but many of them have worked very hard, and they are doing a great job. For the mothers out there, sit down and write out goals that you have as a mother for your children. Make sure that you strike a balance of what your child wants and actually needs. What do you want for them? How does that align with what they want? Take the time to be intentional about your kid's future, but remember that you also have to model the way. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.